You know, I still can't find the release date for Pearl in the UK. Yeah, I know. It probably isn't going to get one. I have pestered their Instagram account, uh, their Twitter yeah. account, their Facebook account. I have pestered God. the editors on Bloody Disgusting. Uh-huh. I've pestered Ty West. And I cannot find a Pearl release date for the UK, whether it be video on demand or theatre. I can't find it anywhere. I can't even find a torrent for it. Have you have you pestered um type oh yeah pest have you pestered A twenty four? I haven't pestered A twenty four. They're next on the list. Yeah. <laughs> they are next on the list. They're gonna it's get a shorter a... film it's gonna be a shorter film than X. Mm. By quite Cause... a bit. Oh no, actually no it's not. It's only short by about four minutes. I, I vividly remember our trailer breakdown for Pearl and we went into that. I oh, remember yeah. us being really hyped for that and now suddenly we can't watch it. I know, it's really annoying. I don't know why they're not... Yeah, It's already you... out in the United States. Oh yeah, I know. It's it's already... It's 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 not been a um, countrywide release. Seen? It's been a very limited release, but it's it's doing well. It's doing well. I just... Um... And then they announced Maxine. The the what? third film. Did you not hear about the third film? No. Oh! Right. I'll explain that in a minute. Welcome back to the Dragcast, everyone. Hello. This is... Ep- Hello. Hello. <laughs> this is episode I'm 22. Just to, I'm just trying to find our release date. I am Tom, and this is... I'm no, he's T. this way. This is T. No, I'm... And, um, yeah, he's, no, he's, I'm I'm fl- I have to flip it now because of the... Um, because of the, because of the, the thing. Because uh, of the oh. OBS streaming. Oh, yes, um, of course. This is episode 22. We are finally back. And we are finally, finally doing High West's X. It's called X, folks. It came out earlier on this year. And we never got around to doing it. We briefly talked about it in our round, half, first half of 2022 roundup. That's but we right. never got into it because I think you, you missed out on the chance to see it at the cinema. I did. Yeah, I kept meaning to see it. But I think time and stuff got away from me, and yeah. I never got around to seeing it. I think there was one showing of it left, but I think by the time I got home from work, I was so tired, I was I was like, "There's yeah. no point going to see it because I will just not catch anything." I I think I got the last showing of seeing it, and it was there was maybe four of us in the theater. It was lovely. Mm. I love those sort of showings. Um, yeah. So apparently, it, I'm. I'm still looking at Pearl, and apparently it's only been released in the cinemas, and they're not. Uh, apparently, the studio hasn't even has turned around and said we're not actually sure if we're going to release it on streaming services either. So, to anyone that didn't understand what we were talking about, Pearl is the sequel that was secretly yes. shot. Nope, prequel. Oh, sorry, uh, sorry. The next film, but it's a prequel in his uh, his his story of Pearl. It's a prequel, and it was secretly shot. It's literally right time. after, or at the same time as X being shot, mm. and now they have released info on the third film called Maxine. The X, mm. there's been three X's in the word Maxine, and it's it's about Maxine. So this is now a sequel to X. That's interesting. I wonder what they're going to do for that then. No idea, but I, I, it gives me the impression that this was the plan all along. See, I have a, I have a theory, but I hope it's not the case because it will just make the whole franchise just absolute rubbish. Mm. If it is, I mean, obviously, and I noticed this upon rewatching X over the last few days. Yeah, that there are things that Maxine does in. Well, no, I take it back. 
if you've never seen the Pearl trailer, yep. you probably wouldn't have noticed this. But since we saw the Pearl trailer, yep. I've now noticed Maxine does and says certain things that you sit there and you look at it going, okay, but Pearl did that as well. Yeah. Oh, they they share a lot of the same characteristics. Yeah. So um, I'm hoping that what they don't do is in Maxine, it goes, oh, they do some weird film and then they send her back into the past mm. where she's like, cool, I'm in the past. My name is Pearl now. I'm going to grow up, meet my future self and send her back. And you know, yeah, that. I was really hoping that they don't, that Pearl and Maxine aren't the same entity or person. I hope it's just a coincidence that's... that he plays her and it's just a fun bit, you know, mm. like you said, oh, yeah. Well, that's, yeah, because I there's a bit in this film much later in the film near the no sorry it's where maxine is in the house she's is it having the photo with pearl it's the photo but they yes. deliberately blur out her face yes I and noted i that. didn't when i first when you first watch x you don't you're like okay cool they, they, it's just not the cameras just can't pick it up yeah but now you sit there go well no because mia goth plays both characters so if they showed the face people like well that's 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 you why are you in that photo you're yep. the same person. Of yeah. course, now it makes sense. So this episode, we're we, we after doing Grindhouse, well, Planet Terror, which yes. took two episodes because we had so much to talk about. We did, even though we had so much to talk about, but also we did basically a shot-for-shot shot review of the film. Yeah. We're gonna dumb it down, and we're just gonna talk about what we liked in the film, what we didn't like, pros and cons, right. whatnot. So should we get the premise out of the way? It's a very simple yeah. premise. Very simple premise. Oh yeah, it's really easy. It's pretty much we have. You have a, a group of adult entertainers, we should call them, and they close down for work one day. And the producer Wayne, um, yeah, I must admit, Wayne is one of the better characters in this film. He's he's fantastic. He's great. And I love him. He's great. To be fair, I, we'll get into this later. But all the characters in this film are great because they don't fall can't they don't fall to the stupid stereotypes of horror, which is lovely. No, they don't. And basically, Wayne is... It's set in the 1970s. It's like mid-1970s, I think. 1970s, the end exactly, of the 1970s. Yeah. And Wayne is sitting again, right, the rise of home movies is coming up. Mm. And so he gets together his, I think, his his crew of the best adult entertainers he can find and says, right, we're going to go make a home movie because this is what people want to see. So let's go do it. It's blooming. The adult, the adult video is, yes. market is blooming and they... We gotta get on this. He wants straight in there. Yeah. So he gathers up, and now I, I will forget their names. We've got. Oh, Wayne, I've got them. I've got the them here. Producer, we got them. Yep. We have Maxine. Maxine, his girlfriend. Yep. We have uh, Winston. No, not Winston. No. Jackson. Sorry. Jackson. Well done. Jackson, Jackson we Hole. Jackson. <laughs> Jackson Hole. We have Church Mouse because I can't remember her name, so I call her uh, Church Mouse. Church Mouse, played by Jenna Ortega, a favorite of the Dreadcast. Yeah. Um, Who her, plays she... Wednesday? Yes, and Earn uh, Scream. Scream 2022. Yep. Is she, her name so, is Lorraine. Lorraine, that was it. I, yep. I'm going to call her Church Mouse because that's pretty much church what mouse. my notes are. I loved, I loved his little bit of Church Mouse. It's great. I know. We have RJ, the camera guy. I can't remember the, the blonde lady's name. RJ is also the director. And he's he Lorraine's is, yes. boyfriend. But he's the cameraman. And he, yes. The um, I can't blonde... remember the... What's, yeah, what's the blonde lady called? So the blonde uh, act, actress... Uh, is Bobby Lynn. Bobby Lynn. That's basically, it. so her and Jackson are the main female and male yeah. uh, actors of this adult film. So you've got the three couples. You've got Wayne and Maxine, Bobby Lynn and Jackson, and you yeah. have Lorraine and RJ. 
Yes. And so they all go to this uh, farmhouse. They Wayne calls up the guy says, "Look, you know, I'm looking to oh, go do." I I don't know how he explained it to this dude. He was like, "Can we just borrow your farmhouse?" They're like, "Yeah, all right." Of course, Wayne turns. Oh, it's. I think it's implied that the husband knows what's going on, or he's not. Because there's a bit where he says, "My wife is nearby. Please be discreet." Which kind of gives off the impression that he's not... I don't think he's fully aware what they're doing. But at the same time, he's like, I don't care what you're up to. As long as my yeah. wife doesn't see it. They, they basically hire out a, a guest house on this rural mm. farm. And the farm is it's run by a severely elderly couple. Oh, uh, yes. Howard and Pearl. And remember that mm. name. Because that's what we were talking about earlier. Pearl. Yes. Now, Pearl is very ill. Not well, Ill, very... Not ill, but oh, I'd say ill. What would be the good word to describe? She's she's elderly, not w- elderly, elderly. And as Howard <laughs> describes, she's not well. And when yes, they get there, yeah. like you said, he he kind of knows what's going on. He he knows yeah, I, he I, he feels something's up because Wayne didn't inform him that other people would be there, especially no. with all their kit and and whatnot. Yeah. So Howard's a bit like, uh, okay, I'll let them husband... keep doing what they're doing, but. This wasn't part of the deal. Yeah. And it's very apparent because the first interaction between Wayne and the husband is the husband puts a shotgun in his face and says, you're on my property. Get off or I'll kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Which immediately, this is within the first like 10 minutes. Immediately you're sitting there going, okay, is this the the first death? But no, luckily not. The guy's like, no, no, I I spoke to you. It's all cool. (laughs) You see all the characters of Anne going, oh my God. It's kind of... um... okay. A pretext into what happens later on with the shotgun because Howard mentions that the shotgun's never loaded. Yeah, and find out it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, it, it very much in, is. Quite an interesting way. Well, not an interesting. It's. I it's laughed a, in one of the shotgun I deaths. I know. One of the shotgun deaths. I I shouldn't have laughed, but I did. It was funny. Uh, I'll get to that. We'll get we'll, to the deaths. We'll get to that. Yeah. And so off they go. They start to make their film. You know, they go down making their stuff whatever they're doing and eventually uh, we start to see that pearl is going around and she's not quite there shall we say well i think this is one of the things i wanted to talk about because i'm not entirely sure what pearl has hmm. she's either i don't think she's mentally or un- well, she is a bit mentally unstable but then is it she's just having a hard time letting go of her past to quite a drastic event? But anyway, either way, she she watches what they're doing in the mm. farmhouse. She sneaks in, she sees what they're doing, and this is when we kind of start to see that Pearl is craving uh, affection in a way that she hasn't had in a long time. Yeah, the, I mean, the, the simple premise of the elderly couple in the film is literally that she he's got a heart is, condition. He has got a heart condition, and she is craving love and attention. It's it's yeah, as sad and as simple as that, and he cannot give. But be I think because of the fact she's not all with it in her brain, mm. you've got a mixture of that plus her de- just demanding some sort of sexual anything, uh, or anything, any, anything, just, anything sort of... just sort of attention. Yeah, some love and affection with that. She just starts to lose it. Yep. And basically, well, there's a, there's a scene which we'll, we'll 
well, we won't talk scene by scene like we said earlier, but there's a there's a bit where all the characters are sitting down, you know, they're having a chat, they're having dinner, having drinks, and we we sort of we find out that maybe a certain character in this film isn't quite on board, shall we say, with the what the whole thing that's going. Well, he is on board with it. He's just not on board with his missus doing it. And this is it's a very interesting take on how the it's it's rj to be fair rj sits and goes look i'm all for this this is great we're gonna make the best adult movie ever i love this freedom all this stuff but when his missus goes you know what? I'll, I'll take part he goes nope absolutely not mm. and he shuts it down he then goes you know what screw it i'm out of the film which is when you know pearl then starts to start you know killing off certain people yeah, this film kind it's of... Hard to, it's hard to, to describe how the plot of this film goes because I'm like, there's oh. so many bits that I want to talk about, but I want to get to them further. Well, you know, it's it. I mean, I I, I got it. I, I simplified it, I feel. Uh, it's, it is a film of two halves. It's the film... I'll let you take over the, the, the explaining because I think I'm going to run away with myself. The film is a, definitely a film of two halves. The first half is oh, yeah. very, very much a homage to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 1974. Yeah, oh, yeah. The way it's shot, it really you've got the gang in their, their van, especially some of the cinematography if the shot's in the van. You've got the, mm. the camera positioned um, at the front window looking directly down the van, looking at the whole gang. Whatever they're talking about in the van, it's just very reminiscent of the gang in TCM 1974 before they pick up the yep. hitchhiker and everything goes to ship. So I love that homage. And then I feel like, I feel like the film gets into its second half Rather than Act One, Act Two, Act Three, it's just two halves. It gets into a second half when Pearl kills RJ, as in the first death, because yes. that's when you're like, okay, we're we're in a new we're in a new film now. Okay, they 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 yeah. we we were a bit mm, a bit weirded out by Pearl and Howard to begin with, but hang on, okay, he is just relentlessly, yeah, murdered RJ with no emotion on her face. We thought it was just a sexual tension, her being depressed and miserable mm. thing to begin with. But no, there's a lot more to this story. Oh, a no. lot deeper yeah, yeah. than we originally thought. And it kind of goes hand in hand with... If you sprinkle throughout the film... Uh, where did they note it down here? Um, so we're, we're in 79, but the sprinkle throughout the film is a real prejudice against the sexual oh. expression throughout the film. And it's yeah. the preacher on every t same the same preacher on mm. every TV, especially in the gas station that they stop at um, at the beginning in Pearl's house. Yep. And it's the same preacher uh, on this TV, and he's talking proper preaching like sex is bad. Yeah, cover yourself up. Proper like nineteen seventies preacher. And the the great thing that ties this preacher's show back into the film right at the end is that we find out that the preacher himself is Maxine's mm. dad. I didn't catch it the first time around. Neither did I. And he, no. right at the end, we find out that his daughter, obviously, I don't know, ran not away, going, uh, ran away to for a new life because she didn't like her ev evangelical lifestyle. Yeah. So there's a real, there's a real prejudice against sexual expression, and then obviously we've got our gang trying to break free of that, trying to boom into mm. get into the booming adult entertainment market, and then you've got Pearl in the middle who's really she's sort of stuck she can't yeah. get it but also she really wants it and she's just frustrated she's just pearl completely is, frustrated pearl is a very good character this she's 
it's hard to i mean i'm assuming that the pearl film will explain more of the backstory which it looks yeah. like it will do yeah i agree but it is it's pearl is very much within her mind she's she's definitely at war with herself you know she wants to she's clearly you know interested in what the the you know the young the youth are doing today it's you know in her farmhouse mm. she's like oh she's like i'd love to do that you know mm. I, I can do that why can't i do that but then at the same time she's sitting there going it's not fair yeah it's not fair that i can't do this now because i'm my age it's not why is it it's not fair Remember and I, I think that's oh, the prevalent thing is a lot of the time and it's it's it is it's a great line where i think it's it's maxine she says to pearl don't blame me for the life that you never had yeah yeah and it's a it's a it's a great throwback because at the same there's a the bits throughout this film where i think it's a, i think it's maxine she keeps mentioning it's like look you know you can't cling to old beliefs you know you have to find your own if you mm. want to do something go and do it and of course for pearl who would have been young in i mean what were 90 it was after oh world when war did one, we maybe. it was just after world war one i remember we got the date when we watched the trailer yeah so this would have been 19 oh yeah because we thought it was a bit like wizard mm. of oz so 1920 1930s ish yeah very old-fashioned and in those days it would have been no it's like you you know you go to school you get married you have kids you have family yeah that's the it. structure and there is there yeah you have the way to do things don't deviate so for pearl she would have been stuck there yeah and to see these kids nowadays she would be looking at going well why is it's not fair that they can do this why wasn't i allowed to do this yeah yeah so there's this great war that goes on i also i remember when when i first when i did see it uh at the cinema i remember coming out basically thinking yeah this is a film of two halves but the second half it felt more like a dumbed down horror film like a more modern dumbed down horror film and I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that in, in like a sense of I need explicit violence and gore because there is there's great violence and gore. It's not it's not too overdone. It's not too underdone. But I was kind of hoping for more of a I don't know more substance than just a, an old an old couple that have lost their mojo and an old an old an elderly man who can't get it up or has a heart problem. Mm. I was I was just expecting a bit more substance than that. You know. Yeah, I. See, I, I liked that it was, and again, I, I think the way that this is done is, I think Ty West, he's probably done this quite cleverly. Mm. I think in order to get the full story, you will you have to watch it in the order that the films are coming out. So I yes. think you, you will have yeah. to watch Pearl to get all of their histories, because then when you watch X, you'll be like, oh, see, now that makes sense. I get why they're doing that. And then after it's like, oh, so that's what Maxine is doing mm. because of this. Or, well, mm. we don't know what Maxine is going to cover. But I reckon a lot of, I mean, I'm, I believe that the husband, Howard, is fully aware. I mean, he knows what, he knows that Pearl wants, you know, the, the affection and everything. Mm. But I reckon this isn't the first time that, I mean, it's obviously not the first time that people have come onto their barn. Because when Church Mouse is in the cellar, she finds a dude who's, who's chained up. And yep. he's clearly been used for some, for Pearl, some of Pearl's other types of needs, shall we say? Yeah. And it go, it clearly shows that the husband's like, well, you know what? I can't provide, you know, this for my wife. But if some if some bloke comes onto my farmland, you know mm. what? He can. Just you know, probably not in the 
a consensual way, shall we say? Mm. And it, it, yeah, again, back to the, the the film being shot as in like two halves. The first half is so much full of setup. It, it's yeah. full of setup with the um, the shot of Wayne walking up to the porch. Yeah. Uh, when they get to the house, it's the same shot at the beginning. Actually, we should have mentioned right at the beginning of the film, you the, the scene is of the sheriff and the police arriving at this farmhouse where there's oh, been a massacre. Yes. Then we cut to the film. So that's showing what's about to happen. Mm. But it's the same shot as when Wayne walks up to the porch and it's the same angle where there would be an axe and there would be a body. And you're like, okay, there's nothing there now. We know something's going to happen. You've also got the crocodile. So that's the setup. Oh. You've oh, also yes, got, that. you've got the the when they go to shoot at the scene in the barn with the cows. Yep. So there's a setup there. You've also there was one more. Um, oh, what was? It? Oh, the, the shotgun. They mentioned with the shotgun where he mentioned he mentions oh, yeah. it's not. But, so you've got a lot of setup in the first half of the film, and then when the second half of the film kicks in with, um, oh, just, just kicking off her rampage of killings. It all starts to pay off. Then we get the, croc- the the crazy crocodile death. We get the shotgun death. Um, yeah, it, we'll get all the payoffs. And when, like when you mentioned with Church Mouse uh, Lorraine, she's in the basement. She basically goes looking for RJ, who we alluded to gets killed by um, yeah. Pearl. And by doing so, she gets locked in the basement by Howard. And in the basement, yeah. there's all, there's never anything good in the basement in the horror film. No. There's never anything good. No, no. We find. This kind of bothered me though because there wasn't much to it. Um, she finds a male corpse just hung up, uh, hands tied in the air. I think the only bit of information you get about him is when uh, Jackson goes to the fridge in the guest house. He grabs a carton of milk and you briefly see a little yeah. missing picture and two portraits of a male face. I think that's probably him, but that's probably other him, than that, yeah. you don't get much context as to this guy in the this 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 male no. body in the basement other than what you said they've clearly yeah. done this before they've clearly done this before they don't like these people coming onto their land he thinks maybe because he can't give it to pearl these men are trying to seduce her which they're not she's in theory yeah. trying to seduce them as we see with rj yeah they're just it's- a bitter old couple it's great that you mentioned to the the setups because i noticed upon the second watching that when there it's uh, the there's moments where pearl is interacting with certain characters and it flicks to scenes from the film they're shooting and in a very sneaky way they allude to what is coming next for pearl i nah, my brain is terrible for remembering these things but there's a great moment where I think it's Bobby Lynn. She's they're doing a, a shot in the the film, and she says a certain thing, and then you're like, "Well, hang on, that's what's happening. Is that what's about to happen next?" And then when yeah. they go back to the yeah, uh, we'll do film in real life for the characters, real life. Mm. That then happens in real life, and it's a great way that the the adult film is like, "Oh, by the way, this is about to what's happened next," but so try and see if you catch it. And I only noticed that on the second watch through that they did this with the lemonade. Oh, the lemonade scene was fantastic. Yes. Because yeah. it's this awkward. Pearl Maxine is in the 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 main house with Pearl sitting down at this table, and it's just like, okay, okay, this is super awkward. I don't know what to do. 
And then when it goes back to the the film, she's like, oh, it's so hot. Have some lemonade. That's great lemonade. Thank you. And Maxine's like, oh, I suppose I drink your lemonade. She she takes a sip and you can see it's clearly it's just horrible. So mm. it's like, OK, downs it in one. It's like, cool. Right. Well, uh, I'm going to go. And it's just, I just loved the fact that it was the two scenes where, OK, one's having nice lemonade and one is sitting there looking at across the table going, I should not have entered this house. OK. Also, the beauty of that scene, kind of what you mentioned, is that at the same time, they were shooting down in the guest house. Yeah. Jackson and Bobby. And they were having... The, the, the scene that they were shooting was a lemonade scene. Yeah. So they they, they shot... They, they were shooting that while Maxine was up there having a pearl. But the film itself, what we're watching, uh, was edited so that they're both happening yeah. at the same time. That was great. I like that. And... One thing I noticed that yeah. there's a re- there's a lot of really good film uh, scene transitions in this film. It's yes. not so much a fade from scene to scene or a straight cut. I love the simplicity of it was a right screen screen wipe. Mm. You know, yeah. it, it just it's something different. I, I would have loved a star wipe. That would have been great. <laughs> I I liked yeah. I had the the scene changes I thought were interesting. It was um, it's where. It's Maxine's in the lake. Oh, that that scene is just incredible. I love that bit. The bird's eye view of her swimming in the yeah. lake. Oh, it's fantastic! And it, it's Absolutely when it fantastic. cuts between the the shot transition cuts between yes. the the farmhouse yeah. back and forth. Yeah. And I sat there watching, and that is something they used to do back in the seventies. Yeah. They would flick back and forth, and it reminded me of the uh, the Jerry Anderson Captain Scarlet thing. Oh. Really? Uh, TV show, where they in order to do certain scene changes they would flick back and forward between the shots yeah and you get that and i was like that reminds me of captain scarlet that's cool i didn't know they did that then i mean yeah i picked up on that transition as well where it's it's like half a second and it's about four different edits yeah so I, i can't remember the scene before maxine in the pool it could be say say in the guest house so it will go Guest house, uh, Max- Maxine, guest house, Maxine, and then yeah. it would stay on her. But it was, they're very quick transitions. Mm. It's just different well, yeah. to a fade out or a, a straight cut. I love it. Yeah, because Maxine went for a walk because I believe, yes, they were filming something, they were filming something, Bobby Lynn and uh, Jackson. So she was obviously. Yeah, she went oh, out to explore. For yeah. <laughs> Which it's, it's a great, it's a lovely, the cinematography of that was just lovely. Oh, it's beautiful. You, all you get is there's no music, no, no music, no nothing. No. And it's just, it's just Maxine. She's walking through the tree. It's, it looks like it's a gorgeous place wherever I'm getting a bit choked up. It's just a, it's such a beautiful shot. She's just walking through the trees, having a cigarette. And you can tell that she's, She's just having a lovely time. Just embracing the nature. Speaking, it's, the, it's, oh. speaking of the nature, I had no idea. When I was just looking up this film this morning, I had no idea this was shot in New Zealand. Wait, what? This whole film was shot in New Zealand. Damn, so New Zealand looks a lot mid, like Texas. Middle Earth, basically. Yeah, they, they shot this in Middle Earth. Yeah, I mean, Texas is just flat, land, flat land with grass everywhere and the odd tree well, yeah fair play all yeah. right well okay yeah um but yeah that... I, I i i love that see i put literally it's a 70s it's just a 70s film with the wide shots the panning across the lake the oh those little um 
it reminded have you ever seen the film excalibur no oh it's a it's a great film about well excalibur, excalibur. <laughs> but they use this the the female like the ethereal female vocals to just always be under the surface and i love that when they shot across the lake that wide scene of the lake yes 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 i had them i knew you'd pick like, up oh. on that Oh, I so knew nice. you'd pick up on that shot. It's the it's the lake. It's the the little pier that she walks onto, yeah. and the camera zoom like the camera is on the other side of the lake. It pa- zooms yeah. back, but it's a wide shot of her. That was such a what? that was such a shot you'd get in an eighty slasher a camp slasher what? film. Yes, exactly. Isn't it? It was a brilliant oh. shot. And then also with that scene, we get a quick glimpse of Pearl in the background, just following oh, her. Yes. Very eerie. I like, I like they they took their time to introduce Pearl in as in full full on on the camera. You got the yeah, eerie we, shot of her yeah. in the window. You got the eerie shot of her by the door. It was it was a yeah, lot of right. far away shots of her before we really got to see her up close to the camera. Uh, what? Yeah, I again we will probably reference it to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre film a lot mm. because let's it is it is a oh, it is a homage to that. It's a bit of a love letter to it. It's more of a homage than the Texas Chainsaw Massacre was this year <laughs> to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've completely forgotten what I was going to say. It's gone. Never mind. I'll come back to it. I can't remember what it was. So, do you remember? I do, do you remember, remember what you were going to say? I, I remember what, I, what it was now. It's the film. What I like the connection between uh, TCM 1974 and X yeah. is how for the first, I goodness. Now the, the film is about an hour and 46. It's a good length. It's a good length. Yeah. But the first hour of this film, mm. it's filled with slow tension little subtle notes there is actually some humor in this film which yeah. i quite liked it's mainly in the when they're discussing the adult film and certain bits right it's it's i loved it you're effectively you're watching a behind the scenes of a like a of a porn shoot yeah because there's a moment where obviously jackson and bobby lynn have done their their i don't know their, their acting i guess you could call it and they she's shot got a this, towel, she's they like, shot this oh, scene I, Oh yeah, well she's cleaning off. Yeah, she's cleaning off. Like, oh great, and I'm like, I said, this is funny because this is obviously not what you see when you watch certain things on the internet. But it is probably it is. There are adult entertainers are like, oh my god, it's got everywhere. Right, give me a towel. Right, let's get that off. There we go. And I thought it was just hilarious, but it was it was. I felt like the 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 adult film scenes were used as a way to ease that tension mm. they 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 build it up they build it up like oh oh nothing's paid off and they're like oh however have this little humorous moment between bobby lynn and jackson talking about how he's not all he thinks he is yeah and she's a yeah, she's he's... she's a better actress than he thinks she is and you're like oh okay it's a good little come down okay that's nice i i love that bit but the the homage i was talking about was how the first probably the first i'm gonna say mm, 45 to 50 minutes of this film mm. is just character building like the texas chainsaw massacre yes yeah, they help yeah. to build these characters up because they're not they're not stereotypical horror cliches no they're not you disposable could, you, no you have you you could say they have the titles of them yeah so for example wayne is definitely 
the jock. Yes. He's, you know, he's, a, he's a very yeah. built lad. He's, he's very jacked. Yep. You have the, you have like the, the quiet girl. So you've got Church Mouse, who's the quiet one. RJ's kind of the nerd. Yep. So he's very into his filmmaking. And then yep. Maxine Jackson and Bobby Lynn, you could say, oh, well, they're obviously the popular girls. Uh, I, I put kids, Maxine sorry. as your, what, obviously obviously the final girl because she is the final girl. Oh yeah, she's the final girl. Yes, um, I put Bobby Lynn as the probably the, the, the prom the, queen, the prom queen, the cheerleader character. Um, Jackson, he he's not actually like, like yeah, like you. I, I I never actually thought about doing this. Like they are, they really do have their, they could have their stereotypical character oh, yeah. tropes, but they, they but they don't at the same time. But Wayne, you're right, oh. is the the butch guy but at the same time jackson could be but he's also he's ex-army and he's kind of intellectual he's not yeah he's, no, he's, 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 he's very smart he's not like with a, it person. he's not a grunt he's yeah he's no. very and i that's what i really that's i thought they did this very well in this film yeah was they even before anything happens just when they're in the van mm. and obviously this is back in the 19 set in the 1970s where we didn't have mobile phones yeah or you know handheld tablets or whatever things like that so the only thing you could do on these long journeys were you had the radio on or talk or to talk. each other <laughs> you had to talk and a conversation like, well, when they asked maxine is like you know what do you want to do in your life and she went well i, I want to go out you know i want to see the world i want people to know who i am yeah and they all discuss their their hopes and you know their dreams and you sit there going see these this is where you get characters that are built up well because it allows you to think, oh my god, yeah, I wanted to do that. That's what I want to do. Yeah. Not just like, oh, I'm going to graduate, then uh, yeah, I'm going to go like uh, do some stuff. Like, okay, right. You have clearly, you, there's no character here. You're cannon fodder. It doesn't have to be much. I mean, you just need a bit of character building. Yeah, just just something. And it made every time one of the characters in this died, you're like, oh, no. Because you come to know, you come to love them, and you think, I don't want any of you to die, but obviously you have to yeah whereas a lot of characters in horror films now you're like i hate you so much just die yeah none of them were unlikable at all no they none weren't. of them were not even were... The, no i think the douchiest is probably wayne because of who he but he's he's still not that like hateable he, he's fine i he's a bit i mean he's a character he's, he's a he's a he's a fantastic he's a great character i like the fact that he's kind of the he's kind of like the daddy of the group he is a little yeah. bit, yeah. He's he's, try, he's trying to hold things together. He's like, you know, I don't mind you know, do this. To... It gives out advice. It's like, look, Church Mouse, if you want to do it, you know, just, this yeah. is up to you. You've got to do it. He talks to RJ. It's like, look, she's going to do it whether you like it or not. It's a tough shit, mate. And there's a moment where Church Mouse comes up and goes, look, he's going missing. And you can just see him standing there. And in his under, his, his wife runs going, oh, for God's sake, fine. You know he doesn't want to do it. But at the same time, he cares about all he cares about his crew yeah he does right, care. He, will... his mindset is more in the business though he he he's very yeah. much in, uh, once they can i think once they finish a certain shoot um i don't think I don't what the shoot exactly is part of their film but once he finishes it he's so excited he's he's he asks rj to like here grab my dick you can feel how excited i am he's just yes. he's so in it for the business and the money side of it <laughs> but still it's shows he, he still shows his human side to them. It's where they're... It's where they... They just filmed Bobby Lynn and Jackson doing yeah. their, their scene. Yeah. And it was the, it was the interact... Because RJ is a, is a is an aspiring film 
director. Yeah, yeah. And he's doing all these cinematic shots. So yeah, it's he's not... treating it like a film. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy's like, just keep doing that. Just keep doing it. He goes, look, oh, you've made my dick so hard. Just feel it. But RJ's just like, ooh. He grabs his ooh. hand and like, feel uh, it. Uh, uh. <laughs> it's like, feel it. It's like, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, cool. Go, right. Go do it. <laughs> and it's it, it's just what makes it. I, oh, I thought Wayne. Wayne was just great. I loved all the characters. I thought they yeah. were fantastic. I did, I did realize that they're... Uh, did you catch the name on their van? The name on the side of their van? No. Their name on their side of the van is Plowing Service. And I thought that was absolutely That's fantastic. very good. That's very <laughs> good. what they do. Um, well, I like it. You, you, so you bring up that, yeah, big homage to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And this, this, I think the first half is more of a homage, but you could put it the whole film is a big homage to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original, because there's a, also a great scene where, uh, before the lemonade scene, actually, Maxine goes and she's exploring the house a bit. Yes, that's right. Um, she sees Pearl, doesn't she? And then she yeah. goes to have a look for her. And the way the house looks all gritty and grimy, obviously not as gritty and grimy and disgusting as the Sawyer house, but it's you've got the same shot of the camera inside the house looking towards the front door with the um what do they call it in america they have like two doors don't they they have a screen door a uh, weird screen, yes, door. A screen door you see the sc- like a porch door or something yeah you see like a sort of silhouette of maxine standing in front of the screen door with the stairs going up the side very much similar to the sawyer house where like um or kirk would go looking around the house before they were obliterated mm. out of yeah. the existence um yeah. but yeah, there's a lot of good subtle homages, I'd say. Um, I think that while we're here, just talking about, let's say, the lemonade scene and in the house, let's go back to what we mentioned earlier about that picture. Oh, yes. Because that yeah, yeah. threw me when I watched it again earlier this morning for the second. Mm. I did not notice it. Um, so it's after they've had their disgusting lemonade. Pearl's talking about yeah. uh, her history with Howard, I believe. And she points out yes. this picture on the wall of her performing mm. which we now know she does from pearl the yeah trailer. yeah yeah and it's mia goff who we know again mia goff plays pearl she plays two characters which yep. i didn't realize until after i saw x and it's mia goff in the photo mm. just very carefully blurred out a bit very yeah i really did not catch that the first time no i didn't and it's only when watching again like you the last few days you know it's you know it's got to be you know it has to be Mia Goth because yeah. they filmed Pearl at the same time, so they would have added in these little tiny references. But of course, when you watch it for the first time, you wouldn't know that. Like oh, like I did the first time, I thought oh the camera just can't pick that up. Yeah, it's too close yeah. to it. But then now you think oh no, hang on, that's that's that is the same did, person, and I get it now. Did you pick up when you first watched X that? Uh, Pearl was played by Mia Goff in full on body prosthetics. Even the second time I, I watched I it, I told you, I was looking close at her and I was like, I still can't see her. In yeah, that. she's. They did it so well, they hit her. Yeah, it's an incredible prosthetic job. Um, oh yeah, you can kind of hear it though. Again, a lot of this you get on second watching of any film. You can kind of hear it in Pearl's voice. It's got Mia Mia Goff's uh, southern tone. Yeah, it's a bit softer. Obviously, yeah, because she's playing an older Very character, soft. but yeah. it is, you can hear that slight twang, yeah. Now, I, what I noticed as well is when we're talking about the kind of the, uh, what's the word? The, is it like the tone of the film? Like a tone of the film. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. we've got, 
you know the the two stories you got the the group making the the adult film and then you got pearl and uh howard you know yep. their stuff the one thing i thought they touched upon they only touched upon it twice i mm. think but it was it was very well done was the 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 very awkward interaction between jackson and the husband howard when they first met it is just charged with it like subtle yeah. hints of racism because he and, J- jackson mentions about how he was in nam he served two yeah. terms he said served in nam two terms and he goes i've had enough farmers that have tried to kill me yeah and you can just see howard looking at him and you think okay howard has obviously seen jackson and goes ah oh. he's in his mind he's thinking fuck no yeah i don't want this person on my farm what on earth is he doing here yeah and it's it is it's a very it's not it's not overdrawn you just you do you have jackson sitting again i've served in the, i served my country i served in a war i've had people trying to kill me trust me it ain't gonna happen again yeah. and i think that was his little way of saying don't fuck with me i know what you're trying to do which i thought made it really it's really clever how then later on in the film jackson's death is caused by the husband yeah yeah, and I I know that they they would have chosen that they did that deliberately. Yeah, to kind of conclude the the little racist undertone that they had there, where I think Howard's at this point in time Howard is trying to find Pearl because she's missing, so he he's obviously thinking shit. Pearl's going around probably killing these people, mm. and I have to find her and stop her, whilst keeping everyone. At this I think at this point in time he's locked up Church Mouse, hasn't he? So Pearl starts to go, shall we say, quote unquote, missing, which is where the st- I, I I think the second part of the film begins. Yeah. Oh, she kills RJ. So after she kills RJ, she does she go to see Howard and then no, I think she just moves. No, uh, no, she moves on to the barn to kill because that's when Wayne and so, Church, Ar- so RJ goes uh, missing. Uh, Church Mouse wakes up, tries to find him. Yeah. So yeah. You no, know, Church Mouse and, and Wayne, they both go out looking for him. Wayne goes to the barn, and that's where she, he gets yes. killed by Pearl. So after that, Pearl is on her own, and that is what leads Howard to looking for her. Yes, that's it. So we, we yes, can talk yeah. about the deaths. Let's talk because all the deaths are quite different. They are actually, and I would say that RJ's is probably the most violent. Oh, it's cr- it's it's really gruesome. Uh, yeah, it's. And the thing is, it, I again, it shows just how different these characters are. That is a big helicopter. I can hear a chinook overhead. And RJ, at this point in time, you know, is... Well, before, the reason why... Uh, the reason You could effectively say the reason why this all kicks off is because of the conversation that happens just before where they're all sitting around having a chat. So they, the, they the all group, come together yes. for dinner. Yeah. The group. Yeah. And church mouse is looking at maxine because obviously she's just watched maxine uh, and jackson films some stuff together and of course to her she you know she wears the the little cross to her it's like well why how can you do that you're you're clearly with him yeah but how are you happy for them to do this and he goes into this explanation it's about you know it doesn't matter well maxine says you know no i love i love wayne but i can still have sex with jackson because it's just it's just business she's trying to express it's how it's her job to have sex on camera exactly it's not about not being in love with him and not it's it's just a job 
and there's a little there's a like, little cool interaction between uh, Wayne and Jack. So it's like she's allowed to screw him as long as the camera's on. He's like, mm -hmm, yep, 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 yep. As long as we're making money off do, it. Yeah, and they go into this great uh, little speeches about you know about the the liberation that was that probably started in the 60s, mm. and you know has obviously kept on going since then. So most of this group are like well, it doesn't matter. You know, I don't I think Bobby Lynn says you know I don't care if you're gay, straight, uh, yeah. lesbian. And these things, he goes, it doesn't matter because if that's who you are, that's fine. Sex do is disco, man. As long as, yeah, <laughs> that's disco. what she says. Yeah, it's disco. And this is where I think this is where RJ starts to show his kind of his true feelings about certain things because he he's all for it. Yeah, it's like yeah, this is great. We're going to do this. But when Church Mass goes, well, you know what? I want to do this. Then I'll, you know, I want to join in. If we're going to do this, why can't I do it? And RJ goes, ha ha. No, and it's yeah. It's deadpan, he serious. He he's he, he, he's no. He he comes out of the business mind and goes into personal relation personal relationship mind, yeah. and he's all for doing the film. He's all for shooting yeah. porn. He's all for other people breaking their relation, not breaking their relationships, but having uh polygam polygamous polygamous relationships in a way. Yeah. Um. But when it comes to him and his partner, no, 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 he's no. not up for that. Yeah. He's not up for, and whatever he said, no, no. whatever he says, Lorraine, Goes. aka Church Mouse, she's, he's not taking it, and she wants to be involved. She wants to shoot a scene, and that's exactly what happens. And he's gone. Yeah. There we go. The microphone's back. Technical difficulty sort. It's because I've moved my leg and I nudged something. The helicopter came into his room. It did, it, yes. It moved everything around. How dare it. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, so Lorraine, church mouse, she ends up doing the scene with Jackson and RJ loses it. Has a cold shower. And basically yeah, says, peace I, out, everyone. <laughs> I'm off. <laughs> I, I did like the fact that Wayne and uh, RJ, again, Wayne shows his, you know, his daddy daddy yeah. of the group thing he, he says right we're gonna go outside something is gonna be said yeah that it's gonna ruin the relationship completely and he takes rj outside and like look she's a young woman she's gonna do it if she wants to do it just let her do it she's otherwise gonna do it. it's gonna get awkward <laughs> and rj sits there and he goes yeah but she's not like the other women in there she's not like them and you can just see wayne going like what yeah like like what exactly how do you want to describe can, them rj yeah huh? describe my my missus to me and you can see that RJ in his mind has gone. I want to call them. Uh, I want to call them. Oh, he wants to call them a de derogatory term. A derogatory term. Yeah, I didn't want to say that. On ca I don't want to say that. He basically wants to call them. Yeah, derogatory women of the night, shall we say? Um, but of course, then Wayne, like, well, if that's how you truly feel, you shouldn't be in this business. Yeah. Because it, it needs that's... to be all your mind in with it, or yeah. you need to be all in or all out, basically. Yeah. And RJ is like, oh yeah, well, all right. And it he does he he Wayne hands him the camera and as if to say, just film the scene. That's all it is. Yeah. It's a it's a scene in a film. Talk about it afterwards. Just get the film done and move on. Yeah, yeah. It. I mean, neither of us have ever been through that experience, but I I can kind of sympathise with RJ. But at the same oh, yeah. time, if you he knew what he was up for, he knew what he was involved with, the business oh, yeah. itself. This had to have been a possibility. Oh yeah. So you ha he had to be all in. 
can be all out. He couldn't be in the middle. No. He had to be all in no matter what. Because he, he may have and, come out with the idea of, oh, I want to be involved in this. Then how would his yeah. partner feel? Yeah, exactly. And if, if he then... Yeah, it's a good point, actually. If it had been the other way around, he goes, well, I, uh, I've uh, been watching Maxine and uh, Bobby Lynn do this. I'll tell you what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go do some scenes with them as well. And yeah. if she gone, well, no, then he goes, well, I'm allowed to. And again, exactly. it would have been the back and forward. Exactly. Yeah. Which then, but, yes, leads anyway. to RJ's death. Um, the first death. And it's, it's, it's brutal. It's brutal. It is. It's, uh, it starts off quite, quite not sweet, the right, not word. It shows that RJ is, is very caring because all Pearl does is she just hugs him. And you can see she's just yeah. sort of that hugging. And he's kind of like, okay, I don't know what's going on here. All right, okay. It's like, should we just get you inside? It's like, no, no. Am I right in saying the thing that leads Pearl to being outside is that after she's seen, she spent time with Maxine, we then get a scene with her up in her very creepy room that's filled with dolls. Um, and she, I bet you love that. And she's she's doing mm-hmm. her hair, she's doing her makeup, she puts on a new dress, and she tries to be um, get get close with Howard, and he pushes her away, doesn't give it to her because of his heart. Um, and I think that's what leads yeah. her to go in, like to to then leave in to go in on this weird spree. I think it does, yeah. Just as a context yeah, of her being outside, because she just appears outside as he is about to drive away in the dark. She just appears. Yes, she's probably left the house at that point. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, yeah, it, RJ's death, it, you know, he, obviously he's not, you know, he doesn't find Pearl attractive. Because wow. I think she tries to kiss Would his you? neck. <laughs> and she tries to kiss his neck. And she sort of, he, 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 he very nicely goes, oh, sorry. Yeah, he backs doing? away. He backs away. And he's like, oh, no, it's like, no, you can't do that. It's like, let's let's go find your husband. And she's just like, mm. yeah, it just goes right into the neck. And it it's so out of the blue. You're like, oh, OK, it is out of the blue unless you look carefully, which I did the second time because I knew it was coming. She one hand is behind her back. Mm. But yeah. you, you don't really notice that in the first viewing. So she's obviously holding but, something. Yeah. And she she stabs him in the neck. And of course, he, he stumbles to the ground. And she just she, she kind of just straddles him and just looks at him while he's bleeding out it's very motionless very motionless in her face there's there's nothing going on and then she takes the knife out and she basically just carves his neck to pieces yeah yeah again and again and i did like the it it reminded me of again uh like the 1970s effects and planet terror the episode we did yeah where the the blood splatters on the, the the headlights and the red like mist just wafts over the scene as she's yeah. just there hacking him to pieces that was very clever oh. because it wasn't on the camera it went onto no, the lights wasn't. which then gave the red tint which you yeah. might have had on the camera itself throughout the because this was pitch pitch black at night the only lights out there are maybe on the porch i think aren't very bright yeah. but the main lights were coming from the van so as soon yeah, as yeah. they've got the red filter of blood everything is red which you oh, yeah. might have on the camera and it, she starts to she starts to dance she starts to just move around does, yeah. a bit eerily it's such a bizarre Which we character. Now know, of course, is is the throwback to her past where she yes. was a dancer. Yeah, it's yeah. Now I, I this now yeah this is probably about what the time this is about um this is about an hour in so there's only about yeah. forty six minutes left. Yeah, and this the second half of the film also reminded me of 
films like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Friday the 13th, where you get the long build-ups. So they, although uh, and that Friday the 13th was a, was a very short film, yeah. being honest. But then it was like, okay, we've built up everything. We've teased the, who the killer might be. And then all of a sudden it was like, and death, 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 death. Rapid succession. They all start dying. And I, th- I, I really like that little nod to the other sort of slashes at the time, which was like, right, we've got about half an hour. Yeah. Let's wrap, it, let's wrap it up. Quickly, wrap it up. Kill them <laughs> let's all. Let's wrap this shit up. Yeah. And they do. We, we have RJ that dies. And then immediately after RJ dies, we cut back to Wayne, who's now yeah. in the barn. Because he's had to go out and his, his wife he's fronts late. Tidy whities He's tidy whities He's he's still explaining to RJ about the relationship keys. It's, you know, there's two keys to a relationship. Yeah, he number thinks one, RJ's in the barn. Yeah, it's like, let your wife do what she wants. Number two, you'll be happy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> but it's... oh, Now, this film, there are two incidents in this film where they build up the tension, which I thought was just incredible. Yeah. This was the first one where the camera it pans down to that piece of wood with the nail in it. I took a note on that piece of wood oh. with a nail in it because it was gross. You, you just see Wayne walk forward. I'm like, there's a nail there. I'm like, oh, oh, he's going gonna to get his foot in it. And it's just... What's oh. beautiful about that shot is that they didn't cut. They only cut after his foot was in the nail. So they, yeah, they, this, it was the same shot of him walking towards it and foot going into the nail. Very well mm. done. Very well done. Did oh. I just say, one thing I just note, I, I did note down, which I remembered, just quickly back to RJ. Yeah. While he's got the van running and he's being dissected, the song playing is Don't Fear the Reaper. Yeah. I love mm. that. I love that little tie-in to, well, we have a new Reaper here. Grim Reaper and it's yep. Pearl. I did like that. The soundtrack's actually really good. Yeah, it's it's really good. It's there's not men, there's not many songs in this because it is there is a most of when everything is happening, it's very it's kept to a uh, what's the word? There's not much background effects. It's no. a lot of natural sounds like the crickets and the bird song and the water and the wind. It's very na- as natural as they can get it. Yeah, yeah. The the, the actual music is. It- it's very specifically used. Like I said, like Don't yes. Fear the Reaper. I like when they leave uh, at the beginning of the film, they leave to go on their road trip. It's In the Summertime by Mungo Jerry. Yep. Like, oh, we're all going on a happy journey. Summer we're holiday. Not, we're yeah, yeah. And then we're, we're not. <laughs> no. And um, this, the second, this the really tense scene is that, is that blooming alligator scene yep. with Maxine in the lake. Oh, I think I sent you a text after I watched it the first time. I, I think you did. Like, oh my god, that alligator bit! And it's and I get. I think we. I think it's teased in Pearl with the alligator. I don't know if it was in the trailer. It is in the trailer. I do remember us seeing the, the alligator, yes. alligator or crocodile in the trailer. Whatever. The small it is. alligator thing. Yeah. And Maxine, she goes skinny everything in the lake, and it's 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 wonderful shots, and then she kind of gets up and goes right. She just starts to casually swim back to the shore as the alligator just just follows. Almost yeah. quicker than swimming there. And I remember watching it the first time, and even today, just going, swim faster. You have to swim faster. Swim faster. But no, it's just casual. I'm like, oh. And it is. There's no music. It's just you watching That's it going, it. is she going to get in? Is she going to get oh, oh, oh. 
we've definitely and mentioned that before in past reviews that no music we did. with uh, somewhat of a killer following or yeah. an intense scene is even more intense without the deep oh, bassy yeah. music. I I did only notice on my second watch through mm. was when Maxine she she sits herself up on the 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 pier mm. she's still in the water and you're you're still watching it going it's it's behind you yeah get up and there's a bit where she kind of like lifts herself up slightly and if you look just under her armpit you can see the alligator's face almost at her feet and it's only when the Wayne shouts action that she jumps up and you're just like oh perfectly oh timed. my god perfectly timed it's it's a great piece of cinematography and i like i said even today watching it again for the the second time i was still sitting there gripping my fingers going it's gonna get her it's just yeah. gonna nip her feet something but don't forget about the alligator because we do come back to the alligator probably in a minute or two with yeah Bobby Lynn. back to also wayne uh so wayne was in the bar and we talked about the, the nail this. the nail in the piece of wood um Ugh. it's something about more subtle horrific injuries are just so much more gruesome than a, a splatter house, a gore fest. Yeah. Something like that will make you wince so much more it, than someone being gutted or dissected. Yeah. Because I think it, it's relatable. Well, not relatable. Well, it is. It is relatable because at some point in our time, we've all probably stepped on something really sharp. Piece of Lego. Yeah, it's mainly a piece <laughs> of Lego. And you remember that feeling of, oh my God, I remember when that thing went in my foot. Yeah. And it is so painful. It reminds me of probably most people's first introduction to like a nail in the foot is let's face it it's most likely home alone where he oh. sticks his foot right down so slowly you're like i was gonna say actually there's a clip in the simpsons an early simpsons episode where homer does oh, okay. it and it's so smoothly animated because Ooh. he's he has a swear jar yeah. and he he it's out in the garden i just vaguely remember it his foot goes like it's like a, it's like his foot is a sponge, and he goes, oh, and he's like, "Ow, that hurts." <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh! I, I can oh, imagine it's, it's incredibly painful. Well, if you look at, I mean, it's not, it's a, it's a biggish nail. Mm. It doesn't go through his foot, but if you think about it, you have bones in your foot. Lots so of bones. That must have, must have punctured a bone at least, yeah. and. I mean, Wayne handles it spectacularly well. It's yeah. got to be said. He just sort of collapses, like, "Oh my God, I stepped on a nail!" God damn oh. it! <laughs> there's oh, one Jay, more. There's, there's one more subtle injury that I noted. Um, it's it's so when he the cow. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he calls it. He calls a cow a cheeseburger. He calls a cow a cheeseburger. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, the other the other quick subtle injury I remembered as saw was when Lorraine is trapped in the basement by Howard. She's trying to escape. She's, she breaks down a bit oh, of the yes. door and she gets a hand through trying to unlock it. Howard comes back and he uses the butt of his shotgun and he's whacking it at her, her, it does, her yeah. hand. And when she brings her hand back, you see her knuckle, about two knuckles. The bones are broken and out of... They've, they've, they've broken oh. through the skin. That is horrific. Like, yeah. Like, again, more horrific than a simple... Bleh, gutting yeah. or whatever. And again, yeah, it's because it's well. Obviously, it's not relatable to having your, you know, your fingers mashed in by a shotgun. But again, it's these. It is. It's the little tiny injuries where you just do them. You every, you know, if you're working with a hammer, you might whack your thumb or something. You're like, exactly. oh, yeah, I know what that feels like. Yeah. 
it's it's that feeling of oh yeah i remember that Ooh. So we, we were talking a bit about, we were going back and forth with deaths, but RJ's death. We, yes. Pretty intense. It's, pre, it's pretty, pretty intense. intense. Is it as bad as a nail in the foot, though? I mean, uh, is it? Is it as bad? I mean, no. I mean, well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, a pitch walked hand, through the face. RJ got stabbed in the neck, and then he got stabbed again. So he was probably thinking, well, shit, this can't last for too much longer because I'm probably going to die soon. Yeah. Whereas Wayne's on the other hand is like, great, I've now got a whacking hole you told in my foot. Yeah. It's probably gonna hurt for a while. And then I get a pitchfork through the face. It's in a barn, so it's probably covered in like cow shit. So yeah. it's probably um, good. And to be fair, he does touch upon it, he does say he's probably gonna get like tetanus from it or something. Yes. Yeah, that's that's so, awful. We don't want that. Nobody no, wants that. And then, no, and then yeah, he takes a he takes a pitchfork through his eyeballs. Well that will stop with the tetanus. It would, yes. Because yeah. he'd be dead. I did. I, I really like. I thought it was, it was quite funny. After he. He'd obviously been dispatched by Pearl. Oh, is that when she comes in with the picture? <laughs> she just comes in, it's like. Eh. Yeah. Yeah, he's dead. But she. And she just, like, just slowly walks hay. in. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm not sure if he's dead. Leans on it a bit. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, he's yeah. Dead. yeah she sort of slowly walks in, like, like an older lady would, like very fr- mm. frail. It's a, it's like she's, t- it's like she was poking a, you know, a chicken with a thermometer to check it was. It was a very subtle yeah. poke with the pitchfork. But it's a, it's a, it's a very subtle setup though. So she effectively she's following the double tap rule. Uh, there's a rule in with slashers if you want to yeah. make sure they're dead you double tap them it's you know you it's shoot them once scream. down and then yeah you shoot them twice once in the head again in the chest to make sure they're dead yeah. so she's obviously stabbed Wayne through the, the eyeballs but of yeah. course to her she's thinking hmm could he still be alive so she goes in digs the pitchfork in his wherever she stabs him and is like right okay he's dead which of course is something that Howard doesn't do later in the film with church mouse you're right you're right yeah. and she also i guess in theory does it many times with rj so she's she's making sure yeah, she, rj's well, yeah, dead she makes sure that rj's dead uh with bobby lynn uh there's no question she's dead well uh, you know. well she, uh, i guess a double tap being she's pushed her into the lake that could have been um, the one yeah and then the crocodile does the finishing off yep that's, yeah, um, I suppose she double taps in there. Yeah, there's nothing really to talk go. about with Bobby Lynn's death. Uh, Bobby Lynn no, she... leaves the house, finds Pearl down the lake, and just trying to comfort her, and then just gets pushed into the lake, basically. Um... Well, no, she gets offended. First. Oh yes, well so she Pearl, gets offended. Pearl basically yeah. calls her. Pearl calls her a bit of a bit of a skank. She yeah. goes, "Well, you're not a nice person," then, and she's like, "Well, fuck you too, then." <laughs> yeah, off you go into the yeah. lake where she's well, devoured by the alligator. We'll let our pet Alec. I. It was it just me or when when we got the shot of the. Cro- I feel it's a crocodile. I feel like alligators are a bit slimmer. I don't I, know. I did double check it. It's alligators. Is it an alligator? Okay. Well, never yeah. mind. Then. When the alligator actually grabs her and then starts thrashing around with her, the CGI yeah. it it looked a lot bigger than it originally was. 
I was getting kind of Lake Placid it vibes. Look, like it looked yes. like a giant alligator compared to original. There, yeah, I did notice that because it's like they scaled it one too of big. My thoughts was when we when we first see the alligator, mm. uh, when Maxine's doing her little kind of bathing bit. Yeah, you see his, you see the alligator's like kind of the the snout of the face yeah. of it, and yeah. you think, oh, it's not that big. It doesn't. But then when it yeah when it goes towards her, you look at the size and you think, no, that is a big ass alligator that's huge it's massive yeah it's massive so whether or not they got it wrong in the cgi that might be it just looked a little bit bigger in scale but yeah that absolutely devours bobby lynn it's a magic yeah yeah, she's a yeah every time it eats someone it just like grows a bit so rj's gone wayne's gone rj's gone bobby lynn's gone. gone now jackson's about to go yes uh no is jackson gone before bobby lynn I think Jackson's gone beforehand. No, I think no. if I think if Bobby Lynn went first, no, no, wait, because well, the thing is, the husband get take gets rid of Jackson, so it could yeah. be they're doing it at the same time. Because Bobby Lynn goes to find Pearl after Pearl has been in bed with Maxine. Yes, do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, she, she kind runs of out her naked. Like, yeah, strokes her, doesn't she? Yeah, she and then there Maxine is, wakes see, up. That's what we were talking about at the start of this episode about the the theories between Maxine and Pearl. Yeah, there's something that's connecting these two because Pearl doesn't seem to want to hurt Maxine at all. No, not She's at all. Hugely enamored with her to the point where she will just try and stroke her and just to be near her. She doesn't seem to want to hurt her. The other character's like, I could not care less about you if you yeah. died off. But with Maxine, there's something that's connecting her to her. She wants to be near her. Yeah. I mean, hopefully we'll find hopefully something we'll find out. out something out in Pearl or Maxine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think, yeah, you're right. Jackson might be next after Bobby Lynn. So Jackson and Howard are out looking for Pearl. Because obviously, I guess once Pearl yeah, it, has pushed it, it, in... It is... It is Jackson first because Jackson leaves Bobby Lynn in bed. Oh, you're right. Yes, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Jackson goes out um, he to, goes help out to help Howard looking Howard for Pearl. Try and find... that's, that, that's that fantastic shot. He's just standing there. He's like, yeah, man. He's like, I served in the army. And you're like, I can see some... Dong. Other, like, a... <laughs> like, well, Massive you're, you're dong. Well, yeah. Like, you're very well enamored, mate. And he's just standing there like, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's basically like a silhouette of that just yeah, it pretty much is yeah. dangling for the audio viewers i am holding up a mr sheen uh to emphasize just, that he had a massive just, dong in his silhouette just yeah. hanging there so how it's just, it's like my wife's missing he's like mm, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah but yeah, i've yeah. got a massive like, penis mate <laughs> <laughs> that's what's like, the, what's important me, here okay like i'll go get me clothes on how's like yeah yeah you do that okay <laughs> let's go so yeah but they it, go it, they go so they go to find Pearl, and again, this little racism that I want to know if how I want to know where this comes from. Mm. If it's just something Howard's just brought up with. Hopefully, we find a bit more in Pearl mm. about where this comes from, or if it's something that's just something happens to him. Um, we'll find out then. But I think he tricks Howard. I think he tricks Jackson because says, "Oh, she's down there." Oh the yeah, light. he does. He does. Yeah. And you you know that Howard Howard knows that Pearl's probably not there, and he picks it up and he goes up to her and he says, "Look, she's not there." Yeah. And Howard's like, "I know she's not there." It's like I know what you're doing. Yeah. And then he goes, "Oh no, you don't." He goes, "I don't care what you're doing," and he just shoots him. That's it. Yep. 
yeah, he he genuinely feels that. Like we said, earlier, he because Howard can't give it to his wife. He feels that He's one of the one of these younger it, gentlemen is going to do it, especially after seeing that. Yeah, piece of He's weaponry that he's got. Mighty yeah, mammoth, um, Johnson. Knob. Knob. Johnson. You're so British. Oh, I, I know I am. I'm so British. He's just seen his <laughs> giant knob swimming between his legs. It's and big. he's thinking, well, he's like, I'm not having that on my farm anymore. Nope. <laughs> and yeah, he just just casually just. I mean, I don't think he need to double tap Jackson because I mean, he not oh many God. people can take a shotgun point blank to the chest. That's probably game over. Well, not many people can take it to the face, but. Lorraine takes it in stride. <laughs> yeah, she does. She it's, takes it pretty well. We'll get to that in a sec, because she's the only one left other than Maxine. Um, one one note yeah, I did just take, which I forgot to mention, the scene we talked about earlier where they're all in the guest house together, right? Uh, this Is is this where they're having dinner? Yes, the dinner sandwiches, yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's one line I picked up on. I can't remember who says it. I think it's either Bobby or Jackson, but they say, or oh, Maxine, one day we're going to be too old to fuck. And yeah, that yeah, was yeah, very much a line that ties in with the whole film. Yeah. Because it's unfortunately, whole... that's what Howard and Pearl are dealing with right now. It's yeah, it's quite sad to see it. I, I it felt is sad, quite, yeah. I, I felt quite... Not heartbroken, but... Um, uh, what's the word? You can't... The film doesn't portray Howard and... Well, I mean... Obviously, Pearl is not right. She's obviously not. She, for me, I felt that Pearl couldn't let go of the past. She's she is so stuck in the past. Yeah. To her, it's like she knows that she's old now. She knows that she's not quite the beauty she once was, but she can't let it go. And she needs someone just to show her that even at her age, someone still finds her attractive. But none of the younger ones are like, well, I'm sorry, but you're not you're not attractive to me. I'm no. And obviously her husband, and there's a this little tender moment between the two of them where she I can't remember how, how what first initiated. I think it's after she has Oh, Howard is Howard finds the, the two lemonade glasses and he gets mm. a bit pissed because yeah, mm, he knows someone's been he in knows. the house. And he goes obviously he goes to try and tell Pearl off, I guess, but Pearl's like, Well, you know, why don't we just try this? And he I looks can. and goes, I can't. My heart won't take it. And you know that for a while that it's like, I can't give you anything. If I do this, my heart's just going to die. It's a very and emotional It's, it's quite scene. heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite heartbreaking to think these two probably could have had a lovely, you know, twilight years of their life. But yeah, they, and to be fair, it's like, it's like, you know, Maxine says, it's old age. Eventually, you probably get to a point where you're like, I just can't take this. Yeah. I can't do it. I'm sorry. That's, you know, the station is closed or whatever. Yeah, they they kind of play with the audience's emotions in certain yeah. scenes of they this don't... film, which is weird for a horror film. You'd never normally get that I, with horror yeah. films. It's... I like that the the two killers in this film, it's not... I mean, most of the slashes of those times, like with Friday the 13th, well, actually mainly Friday the 13th, mm. let's face it, the big aim for that was she was... The whole franchise was built upon... The young counsellors didn't weren't doing what they should have done, what was expected of them to have done, and instead chose to go off and have some fun, and something bad happened. Mm. And in a lot of horror films, that's the that's the trope. Mm. Load of young kids shouldn't be doing something. They should be doing something they're expected of. They don't, and they get killed. Yeah. Whereas in this one, 
Pearl couldn't care less if they're they're banging each other. They, no, she couldn't care less. Not at all. All she wants is for just for someone to show her a bit of love, and she'll probably be happy. Yeah. And I thought it was a really cool kind of twist on the whole sex and horror films, which is you've just got this you know this old lady who just wants a bit of tenderness but can't get it, and clearly has some mental deficiency somewhere. I've never caught up on that actually. That trope that that is one of the major tropes of, I guess, horror. You have sex, you die. Yeah. It was such an old, I guess, in the eighties slasher trope, and now this film is about sex. It's about them making an adult yeah. movie. I never really thought about that. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, interesting. And yeah, I, the, I, that's why I thought this film was really great because it 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 changed it it turned mm. on its head i mean you're watching and even when you find out the premise of the film you're like oh well it's people they're going to make a dirty film mm. it's not actually that much in the film it's more it's about the characters behind the film why they're doing it it's like look mm. we're doing this as a stepping stone it's, it's like maxine said you know i don't want to do this forever i want to mm. get in whilst we're young make the money get my name out there become famous live a good life mm. and i'm done yeah and all the other characters like yeah that's what we want we just want to make money whilst we're young so when we're old we can just sit back and go i've done my life i've had fun i'm yeah. I'm happy yeah which yeah, it sounds right. like pearl well obviously we'll find it in the pearl film but it feels like when we first going to get introduced to pearl that's what she's aiming for but i think there's something that we haven't seen yet that stops her doing it because there's a gap between when she's elderly pearl and where we last see her in the trailer there's about 50 odd years where oh, gotcha. something happens yeah. something happens that takes her off that path well i mean even what we saw in the pearl trailer there's mm. there's something not right with her there's something no, not she's... right with her at all no um so that's why it'd be interesting to see that what happens in maxine because now yeah. i'm thinking okay is is pearl still out there or are they are they trying to connect the characters up or well, what what is pearl, going on? pearl is very much not out there still as we see at the end of the film what happens with pearl yeah. we'll get to it in a minute yeah. because we've got one more death one more death which i i love i laughed at i shouldn't have laughed at but it was funny it was when this, maxine uh... lorraine yeah it's when maxine <laughs> gets to the house and she uh lorraine is screaming and hollering and uh she lets max uh, lorraine out of the basement lorraine is pissed with maxine wasn't yeah, really sure why overly to begin with why she was so angry with maxine um it's... i think it's because she I, it looks like lorraine lorraine blames maxine probably well, uh, probably for what happened lorraine to doesn't see it yeah, yeah probably i mean she doesn't know that rj's dead though that's the thing no I wasn't maxine really sure. finds rj but lorraine um, doesn't but so when, maybe she blames Lorraine for dragging her into all of that stuff. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, I, I mean, probably should take notes on it. But what we're here to talk about is the funny death. He runs out of the house. And as she's running. It's fantastic. She gets blasted in the face by the shotgun, which wasn't meant to be uh, loaded, loaded no. which we found out with Jackson. And she gets blasted and she gets flown into the air. But it's in the face because yeah. you see when when pearl and uh howard are bringing her body back into the house half her face is just mashed mashed gone. up but she's not quite dead no she's not 
still kind of there there's a bit that, of life in her face still there is that cool moment though when howard and pearl are, i really want to know how they it's amazing how they film this mm. because the shot for that that bit in particular you have howard and pearl talking down the end and you have yeah. mia goth like in front of the cat so the camera's probably here hallway's there mia's here so you're like so you were filming there but you also had to then film there superimposed it on talking it's great fun but there's a, there's a little moment between howard and uh after howard killed like shoots the rain he's oh, he hears this i told her to stay in the goddamn cellar oh god it's like well obviously she did it's like yeah i know that it just starts dragging in like oh she's really heavy oh, yeah on, but then there's the thing with the cellar like we mentioned earlier about how there's this guy down there this this the, yeah i think i believe it's a corpse Hang it! I don't think he's alive. I'm, ass- still. I'm assuming he's dead. Yeah, and we think it's a missing guy. Maybe someone else who would have stayed at the guest house and they weren't happy with. But what were they? What what's their end game? If she, they're going to keep her in the basement. What's what was their end game going to be with these people in the basement? This is where I I was saying earlier. I wanted oh, yeah. a bit more substance other than old couple were just bitter about their sexual Unless- relationship. I wanted a bit um, more substance. What are they doing in the basement? Why are they keeping these people? You know, just again, something. This could be something that we 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 find out in Pearl. We could, because like we, we just said, there's fifty years, mm. a fifty year gap. Well, I don't know how old Pearl is and Pearl and Howard are in this film, but maybe that gets explained. Mm. Mm. Maybe because I'm it hoping. could lead into right. Well, why is that guy down in the cellar? What did he do to be down there? Why were his pants down? Well, it's obviously probably fairly explaining to why his pants are down well, by yeah. his feet. But it could be, it's like, oh, okay, well, are they kidnapping people for Pearl to keep? Then that doesn't make sense because then why would it? Why would Howard well, then be killing off the guys that he's kind of jealous of? Well, he might kill off the guys because he might be thinking, well, hang on. Well, no, it would make sense he would kill off Jackson and Wayne mm. because if you were going to overpower him, they would be the two best yeah. to do so. Yeah. Especially Wayne because Wayne is, I mean, Wayne is a giant, you know, body. Um, Wayne is built he's the like big a guy. Jackson's an ex-army ranger. Yeah. That he has skills. RJ's not so much of a threat because he probably didn't view him as a threat. But gets it the worst. But <laughs> gets it the worst, yeah. I mean, with... I mean, Lorraine... Uh, Pearl, sorry. Again, she has that fascination with Maxine. So maybe her husband thinks... Oh, maybe Pearl prefers both, perhaps. We mm. don't know. Mm. So that could be why he's like, right, well, if I capture Church Mouse, keep her in the basement she can keep my wife entertained yeah i'm sure maybe. she'll go along with it probably not that's <laughs> i mean sure the dude chained will. up probably didn't i don't know hopefully we find out in pearl that'd be quite nice you know ortega has a great scream oh, she, does. she has a great horror scream as I, we saw in scream as well forward but... to seeing her in wednesday i think she'd be fantastic she'll be a great wednesday and scream oh, yes. six next year as well yeah whether that's any good though we'll have to work out wait and see we were pleasantly surprised with Scream 5. We were. Scream 5 um, did very well. So but Back to Howard. Back to Howard. Howard has a heart attack. He does, because he doesn't do the double tap. He doesn't do... Well, well, how can he when it's a double barrel shotgun and he's popped off two barrels? Oh, he has, yeah. Unless he just gets now, the butt yeah. again and just brushes her face again. It's the fact... It, it is, It's the and it's a little weird. I mean, I think it's probably her death, like a death witch. You just see her face go... Oh. Yeah, yeah, and it's Howard horrible. Goes, oh. It's horrible. It, it it's, does it, and it does surprise him. He just kind of goes, oh, just yeah. hits the wall, and it's like, oh, oh, he's dead. 
Oh yeah, oh, that's it. I just remembered as well. One more tiny setup because at this oh, point yeah. Maxine has a pistol. Now this yeah, pistol was car. in the van, which Wayne mm. talks about earlier when he's discussing. He's talking about the shotgun with Howard, how it's not loaded. He's like, oh, well, I've always got one in my my van as well. Don't you worry. So she's yep. she's grabbed that and she's in the house with uh, Pearl, mm. aiming the gun right at her face, and it's not loaded. Yep. It's not loaded. No. It, this is this is also the little bit where they kind of start to hint more towards the connection. Yeah, there is. Well, no, I take it back. I'm I'm looking at this. The problem is I'm discussing this, having seen the Pearl trailer. Mm, mm. But if if you if you have yeah, you... if you haven't seen the Pearl trailer, you haven't seen X. Watch X. Don't watch the Pearl trailer first. It's a it, shame. It's a shame we couldn't have done this before we watched the Pearl trailer because yeah, now we yeah we know a bit more now. Too, but and it's the moment where Maxine is looking at her and she tells us like you know the whole world is going to know my name. They're going to know what I did, and she references and of course now that we know that is a line that Pearl uses yeah. in the trailer where she says the whole world will know my name one day. And there's there's something that connects these two. I don't know what it is. It's very interesting. Going on there. Very interesting that now we know the, that there is some sort of there will be some sort of connection. Hopefully, yeah. They the both of them use way too many similar sentences. Yeah. for each other. So and characteristics. Is going on between them. Very same characteristics and mannerisms between them. Um, yeah. But the, yeah, the pistol is not loaded. Pearl quickly picks up the shotgun, which which <laughs> I just mentioned. It's a double barrel. He's used two. Loaded, but it's loaded. She manages to fire one off. It just misses Maxine, but Or it could have been a ruse by Howard. Cause he it could be a he obviously when he's talking to Wayne about the fact, oh it's never loaded, it's just for show. Mm. Could that just be his way of like a false sense of uh uh what's the word? False not security. Like a, a false, like a sense of misleading. It's like, oh, don't worry, yeah. the shotgun never loaded. When actually, it's like, no, no, it is. Or so simply, if you anything, simply, he yeah. just killed Jackson and reloaded it. That actually maybe makes more tapped, sense. He probably, <laughs> maybe he double tapped Jackson. It's yeah. Like, shoots one like, now hang on a sec. There, there we go. He probably just reloaded it. Um, that's yeah, the probably. that's the logical reasoning. But um, I love when Pearl does fire it off. Because she's so weak and feeble, it launches her into she the front flying. garden and breaks a hip. She's on the floor, out of it. Yeah. And Maxine is like, I'm out. Peace out. Peace. I'm leaving. <laughs> Gets in the van. Yeah. And this is where we see that Pearl is not going to be in rush hour free. Because right. her head gets absolutely caved in by the yeah. uh, van's tires. She runs over. A few times and it's great because you see it you see all yeah. of it you see it which first. is actually has already been set up in this film with the cow with the cow right yeah. at the start with the there's another setup yeah. another beautiful setup at the beginning this film is very clever at setting things up that you then don't realize till much later on mm. and you look back and go oh you did tell us what was coming in a very clever way. Yeah, the again, film with two halves. The first half has so much setup. It's brilliant. Yes. I I appreciated this film a lot more 
second time I watched it than I did because I, mm. if you remember, I wasn't the biggest fan of this film. More that you loved it. I loved it. Yeah, but the second time round, I, I I enjoyed it a lot more the second time uh, round than the first time. The one of the other things I noticed the second time around is also is the two things. Is, well, there's there's loads of things. Mm. We've also touched about the picture being blurred because now mm. we know it's mere goth again. Mm. Uh, it was that Maxine is the preacher's daughter. Uh, yes. The pre- yeah, the preacher's daughter. Didn't I catch thought that. She was just co- I just thought she was quoting clips from him because this yeah. dude seems to be on TVs everywhere. So she's just like, I don't, des- I won't live a life that I don't deserve or something yeah. like that. I obviously looked away when they showed her face on the screen. So that's probably why I missed it the first time. Yeah. But it was when they, it's when Maxine looks at RJ's body because obviously she's hacked it. I didn't realize this, but if you if you look at the way his body's lying, his body's kind of like here, mm. and his head, which should be straight up, is actually looking towards the camera. So okay. she pretty much virtually severs his head completely. Yeah, that, that would make it. sense by by looking at how much damage she does to his neck. Yeah. yeah, which is then quite amusing because then her first death was cave, you know, absolutely obliterating some bloke's head. Yeah, and then that's what happens, sir. That yeah, that's true. That's a very good mm. point. Yep. Do you know, but, I had one more note on this film. Oh yeah, which I missed one last note, but it's not important at all. It's just something okay. I found quite funny. You at the beginning, where we're introduced yeah. to pretty much everyone in the gang. It's at the strip club. Yeah, it's where Bobby, uh, Wayne, and Maxine work. It's girls, girls, girls. Mm. Strip club. Yes. When the camera pans out of them leaving in the van, it's like in the most oil refinery industrial. Yeah. It, it looks like the size of a city, like a town. There, and it's just this one little strip club in the middle of this incredibly, incredibly miles wide oil refinery, gas complex, industrial complex. And it's just this one little strip club. Girls, girls, girls. What a what a awful little place to work in. I tell you what, let's have a look at some IMDb trivia because we like oh because our we trivia. we do like our trivia. So the adult film that they're making in this film, the farmer's is daughter, called the farmer's daughter, yep. which was an adult film that came out in 1976 called The Farmer's Daughters. It was an actual dirty movie. Yeah. I kind kind of intrigued by it now. So, I don't want to check it out now. I know. So Besides. this is obviously about Pearl. Yeah. So obviously because as I now found out it was filmed in New Zealand. Mm. So after the the day after X was premiered at the Southwest Southwest premiere, Tyrus revealed that during pre-production for uh, X, yeah. he had to do a mandatory two-week quarantine in a New Zealand hotel. Mm. So what he did was he used those two weeks to write Pearl, the prequel. And because the production of X was wrapped, they still had every, all of the sets were built. They still had everything. And so he asked Mia Goth if she wished to remain in New Zealand and film Pearl, which she did. I mean, that's... So that's why they did it. That's a case of good luck. I mean, mm. I mean, it would have been during lockdown, COVID times, right? Yes. New Zealand really heavily shut down. Um, most like most countries, but I know New Zealand did. They They did the right thing. That that's a case of good luck that he managed to have all that in the same place and he could just utilize it and crack on with shooting in the next film. So, 
Yeah. This is interesting. Uh, there's a nod to when Harry met Sally in this film. Of all yeah. films. Of all films. Of all films. Okay, okay. So when Lorraine has taken part in the film, obviously she gets down to her underwear and she's wearing a pair of underwear that says Sunday on it. And in Harry and yes. Met Sally, they're talking about day of the week underwear. And she goes, oh, well, why is the nun which has Sunday on it? And she replies, well, because of God. Which is amusing because they call her church mouse and she's wearing a pair that says Sunday on it. That's a very unique reference. A very so, specific. Yeah. So here we go. This is when we have also Psycho was mentioned in this film when they're talking about cinematographies. Did you not catch that? Is it towards the beginning where we're introduced no. with RJ talking about the it's, filming? It's when they're arguing about... It's when Lorraine says, I'm going to do this film. They're only watching this film because of nudity. Yeah. Um, and I think she go, he says something about it. She goes, well, even in Psycho, there was nudity. And he go, he starts going about how Psycho was a horror film and it's different, etc., etc. Yeah. But so several of the characters' deaths are foreshadowed in various ways. So Bobby Lynn exits the strip club, above which is the giant alligator. We, you you did mention which, that, right? Yeah, which yeah. is the blonde lady. So that shadowed her. Wayne in conversation tells RJs that people's eyes will pop out of their skulls. Which yeah. References okay, his. I remember that. And then of course Jackson mentioned several times he's threatened with farmers with guns. Yes. And of course he's yes. killed by a farmer with a gun. Yeah. The. the nailed nailed all the setups with this film really yeah. did even not even just deaths but just setups in general with this film really nailed it oh go on you got a good one go on end, end the trivia on a good big good yeah. one come on so a common stereotype of horror films holds that sexually active characters are the first to die yeah. and that survivors final girls are almost always virgins here the opposite is true the two characters who are never seen having sex die wayne and rj yeah they die first the sexual the the characters that are delving in sexual acts die last yeah you're right apart from maxine oh that's really cool that's great i don't think there's any other trivia well i'm glad we finally finally got around to doing this because this, has been, this has been lingering on our list for so long oh it would be nice to do pearl next but i think yes. that's gonna take a while before us we can actually get a copy or see it i think what we'll do is we'll probably hopefully they release pearl in the uk i mean they have to it's i yeah. don't know why there's no worldwide release date it's a bit i'm hoping they're just letting it go in the us for a little bit maybe it's just an exclusive it's fair enough it if they don't weird. release it worldwide though it's very weird Especially I don't because know why they would do that. I saw the budget is the same. X, yeah. both X and Pearl cost a million dollars to make, which isn't that much. But if no, they had the same budget, and normally, you know, if they're thinking, oh, the budget was smaller on Pearl, they're not going to make a good profit out of it. They won't release it everywhere. Yeah. But it was the same budget, so I, I don't know the reasoning. Yeah. I really don't understand the reasoning. It's also that they don't want to release it on streaming services, which is again mm. is very weird. Mm. That's uh, usually where you make a lot of your money nowadays. Hell of a lot more accessible than theatres. Um, hopefully, uh, they hopefully they just haven't thought it through yet, but they do release it. Yeah, so hopefully we'll. I think we'll what we'll end up doing is we'll do a we'll do like a, a Pearl one and a Maxine one whenever that comes out, and then yeah, we'll maybe have to save do an episode it. where we where we connect the dots between all three of them. Yeah, maybe we can save it for uh, for the next uh, when when it actually comes out for Maxine, so we get a bit of time. Um, yes, I'm looking forward to it. No, I really enjoyed this discussion about it. 
Yes. This is good. We've got all of our horror ones coming up soon. We our have... October is busy. Um, yes. Now, as far as I remember our schedule, next week we have a a duo. One of your favourites. Oh, yes. Because the second one, which we're talking about, Terrifier, has just been, has just been released. Yep. You oh, haven't yes. seen it yet? Terrifier 2. Have you seen it yet? No. Good. Because I haven't seen I it. I haven't seen, seen one or two yet. Those are my... Uh, one, I was like, once we've done this, that's my job now for the, the podcast. Yeah. We've, Terrifier is amazing. We've recorded our X review. We've done our yep. Hellraiser trailer review. Yes. I'm now on to Terrifier great. land. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Terrifier oh. 1 and 2 we'll be discussing in the next episode. I'm going to rewatch it. Um, as I just mentioned, we have just done a new trailer breakdown for the new Hellraiser film. Go check that yes, out. Um, and then most of October is Hellraiser Halloween. and Halloween. Mm. We've got new Hellraiser, we got new Halloween, and we'll do the OG Halloween. Yes. Oh, the OG Halloween is going to be great. It's going to be a good one. That might be a two-parter. Probably. We'll Probably see. Mm. All right. Let's get the hell out of here. Yep. Don't forget to follow us on all our social medias, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Send us an email at thedreadcastpodcast at gmail.com. Leave a comment in the uh, comments below. Yes, that's the right word. We do. We have seen some people leaving comments now. Thank you very much. And just a little update on the uh, the growth of the channel. It's doing remarkably well, I've got to say. Yeah, yeah. Now, I think the Slumber Party Massacre one, I think that's just getting bots viewing it. Because that's growing awesome. at a weirdly weirdly rapid speed rapidly speed yeah we we now have 220 subscribers on the channel but whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. there we go thank you although but, to be fair planet terror that's done really well yeah but slumber yeah. party massacre is up to like 200,000 or something oh really yeah but i i think it's Whoa. i think it's bots viewing because i think the the when you look at the and analytics analytics of it 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 drops off at like 20 minutes into it. We're not yeah, that bad, are we? I mean... <laughs> oh, come on. You can get past the 20-minute mark. I'll take the view count. It's I good will, enough. Yes. It's the yes. most... It's, I've never had anything viewed that much before. No, neither have I. Or that many so. subscribers, so thank you if you are here. Yes. Thank you. We Love do you appreciate all. it. Um, yes, the social media, just to be specific, the TikTok, I think, is different to the Instagram. The Instagram is the underscore dreadcast. Yes. And the TikTok, TikTok is... is the dreadcast. That's the one. Our social medias are there. Yep. We have no official one for the Dreadcast yet, but I'm sure in, it will come in time. In time. In so time. Uh, until next time, Terrify 1 and 2. Just. I believe that's it. Yeah. So, stay um, creepy. Yeah, that's, that's stay, stay creepy. Early, you did it too. Wait, hang on, hang on. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> until next time, folks. Stay creepy.